Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Average house prices are falling for the first time in 2021 this year, but will property crash? Will this be a property market? Now, we know that average house prices are falling for the first time this year, according to the property website Rightmove, but does this necessarily mean we're heading for a market crash? Well, I'm going to go through this report now. My name is Charles Kelly. I'm the author of the book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. I've been invested in property for over 30 years now. Now, the website reports that the average price of property coming to the market, that's a key word, fell by 0.3%, which is a small drop of just over £1,000 to an average price of £337,000 across the country. Now, notice I said that it's average property coming to the market. This differs from other surveys, for instance, the, the Halifax or the Nationwide, which is based on their mortgage lending data. They are two of the biggest lenders in the country. And of course, it will differ from the, the sold prices reported by Land Registry and the Office for National Statistics. Now, the property market slowdown follows the ending of the stamp duty holiday in the UK and a subsequent fall in demand for, for bigger properties. Uh, so we, we, we know that the stamp duty holiday was going for about a year. It, it enabled buyers to avoid substantial amounts, you know, thousands of pounds worth of stamp duty by completing before the end of June. Many people missed this deadline, but they are still going ahead with, with transactions. But inevitably, there, there has, has been a, a slowdown after that. And one uh, the person, the Tim, Tim Bannister, the right move director, said average prices of only fallen in the upper end sector. Uh, however, their data says average price across the board. First time buyers and second, second stepper properties are still in demand, leading to record high prices in, in the average of those sectors. And the right move figures revealed just, just under 1%, 8.8% drop in four bedroom plus sector. Now, these are the bigger properties that a lot of people were going after to get out of the cities and, and find four bedroom properties with, you know, three bedrooms and, and an office in, in effect, wasn't it? it? You know, the average family, a couple of kids, there's one for them, one a bedroom for each child and then an office or a home office uh, as more and more people are working from from home. Uh, and but the three to four bedroom second stepper style properties were up by 0.3 percent. So the figures are showing that some prices are up, some prices are down slightly. Um, and, and we know that summer holidays normally leads to a slowdown in activity in August as people are away. Uh, and so many experts have reported this. And, you know, we, we should see a slacken in the demand. But of course, we are now leading into the autumn. And, and winter. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Now, these are small property f- price falls, fluctuations based on new houses coming onto the market. And they don't, in, in my opinion, yet indicate a market crash. I mean, minor price fluctuations can be seasonal, uh, as, as they could be in this case, uh, and it could be influenced, of course, by 
other events such as the, the the stamp duty holiday ending which was was bound to create a bit of a bubble wasn't it everyone was rushing to to complete before the end of the year and many agents have reported to me that um that they've almost done a year's business in 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 six months and they would have expected a, a bit of a slowdown and, and i'm seeing agents coming on to me saying there's been quite large price reductions on flats in the london area particularly in in the sort of inner zone one two three areas there has been a a, a a slacking and off on prices there and they're saying well this has come back to the market didn't complete um and now they've reduced the price by in some cases 10 percent, 40 50 000 pounds but you know markets are not always rational right uh, just like the stock market and bond markets can react to external events such as a war which is is kind of what's been happening now in the middle east political instability uh, perhaps an increase in terrorism you know, you know look at the pandemic look at how that affected the stock market and property prices property prices went up when the economy was down that's not rational you know when people were, were losing money and and the country was is printing trillions of, of pounds dollars euros property prices should be falling but they didn't they went up uh, that that that's not rational. So you could see a, a slide downwards for for any number of reasons. You know, there's been been recessions before because of a shortage in money supply. You know, the credit crunch, banks failing, uh, countries going to war, uh, oil prices years ago. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that the economy is bad at that time. Um, but of course, the economy will affect things. And as we see that the, the end of the uh, job retention scheme the furlough scheme coming coming soon uh, next month and you know a lot of financial stimulus packages may be slowing down in here in america we could see a downturn in the economy at the moment they're keeping the economy going last week i reported that the economy in the uk had grown 4.5 percent in a quarter which is great but we're still down based on last year we're still deeply in debt. You know, the amount of debt is almost 100% of our GDP. So we're still not out of trouble yet. So why property prices uh, would still be going up is, is a bit of a mystery. Of course, we know that people have, have wanted to move. Interest rates are low. There's still a bit of a shortage. And people were sort of fleeing the, the city centres as they were allowed to work from home. This could change, of course. Companies could say, well, we want you back in. We want you back in starting a couple of days a week, three days a week, five days a week. Who knows? Some companies are talking about cutting people's pay for working at home. I think it was Google. Uh, one of the large companies are, are cutting pay for people working at home. So we could see that this, this, this trend could be reversed. And actual figures for properties sold in this coming period, in this three, six months period, of course, will come out later on, perhaps at the end of this year, early next year. And then we'll see figures from the land registry reported usually by the ONS, the Office for National Statistics. And these will be based on actual sales completions. So from now until the end of the year, we'll see how much properties are actually selling for and on actual sales completion figures. Then we'll know where we are then you know when that tide goes out we'll, we'll see what what is really happening uh and and from, from there now you should remember that property investors uh, and i'm not talking about uh, you know th these figures often relate to people buying homes to live in uh, first time buyers second steppers and, and that sort of thing and that market has, has certainly been buoyant and uh, you know in a way uh, it if you're buying 
for somewhere to live in and you can afford it, you've got the money, interest rates are low and you can get mortgages now at 1%, then why not go ahead? It doesn't really matter if the price drops next year by a little bit or goes up. It's your home and it will be your home for many years. So in the long run, it, it probably won't make much difference whether it goes up, down or sideways. But property investors is a different matter. And if you're investing for, as, as a professional property investor, you've got to be careful. You've got to look for the right uh, prices. You've got to look for the right time to get in and out. But I would say that property investors, usually professional property investors, that is, make money in any market, up, down or, or sideways. They have a strategy for each event, each external event. So if you're developing a building into flats, you've got to have a strategy. You've got to have a, uh, an exit strategy, whether it be uh, to sell it on, to, to let someone else develop it, to, to get the planning permission and get that, that planning gain, or whether you've got a, a plan B that if you can't sell them, that you could still rent them out. You'd still be in a position to, to rent out the properties until the market has, has recovered, if that, if that were the case. So professional property investors make money in any market. And you, can, you too can make money in any market as a professional property investor, not an amateur property investor or an amateur landlord, an amateur buy-select investor, if you know how. And you don't even have to use all of your own money. You can start with zero capital and using uh, many of the no money down strategies or OPM, other people's money. If you, you want to, to, to get into buy to let or you want to get into whatever the, the investment, commercial conversions, learn how to do it properly. Don't just take whatever deposit you've saved and just go and buy something in the northeast. I mean, there are loads of adverts at the moment. Buy cheap properties in the northeast and, and get a yield of 5, 10%, 15%. You know, don't, don't do that. You know, learn how to do this properly before you, you jump in and, and just put all your money into one property. And then where, where are you then? You can't, you can't move on and get another one and another one. So if you use the proper strategies, you can build a property portfolio and you can learn how to make money in property. So if you'd like to learn, I'll put in a link up and I'll, I'll give you some free updates and, and let you know about courses, webinars on how to become a professional property investor in your spare time. Don't quit your job and learn how to use other people's money in this market. So click on the link and, and follow that through and, and sign up for my free updates. We're not going to sell you anything. It's not going to cost you anything. So it's it's a no-brainer. Just, just do it. I'll see you there. Uh, thanks for listening and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 